Welcome back to Sports Cube. I'm your host, Daniel Schaum, bringing you the latest in the sports world. And today we got a lot coming at you. While there might not be a lot happening in the sports world, we do have a coronavirus update from the PGA. Additionally, we bring you your AFC North power rankings and we grade the teams on their offseason moves. And also, we show you how the 2020 class in the Hall of Fame for the NBA might be the most stacked of all time. All this and much more coming up, so stay with us. And we have a breaking news update right now, as it is reported that the Masters, the Augusta National Tournament, will be held on November 9th through the 14th. The Masters has never been played in the fall before, and nobody really knows how it's going to affect the players. It was supposed to happen this week in Augusta National, but due to the coronavirus, it had to be canceled. So the players are going to have to adapt because we've never seen this before. It's going to be a real challenge, and it's going to be interesting. But at the same time, it's also showing society that there is a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Things are getting rescheduled, and we see that there is a way out of this. This is just going to take time. So, yes, the Masters is on, but the Green Jacket Tournament will be played in fall, which means it'll be totally different climate from the hot climate right now in Augusta. And we're just going to have to wait and see who's going to come out as a champion and how this is going to affect all the different players as it's going to be more like an open in the UK versus a hot Augusta day in Georgia. So this is going to be a big effect on the sport, but it's glad to see the PGA taking initiative and putting this in place. Coming up, we have your AFC North power rankings. So stay with us. Before this, let me tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it could be on here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make money from your podcast as well with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app in the App Store or go to anchor.com to get started. Ah, we've arrived at the AFC North, one of the most powerful divisions for just one team last year and one of the worst for the other. The Bengals were 0-11 in their first uh, 11 games before getting a win against the New York Jets, of course, in Week 12, but also one of the most powerful divisions for the Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens, of course, led by the one and only Lamar Jackson, who um, their main uh, objective at the beginning of free agency was to make sure one of their top edge rushers would avoid hitting the market. The Ravens were able to do just that, placing the franchise tag on offensive linebacker Matthew Judden, who earned his first Pro Bowl selection after a career-high 9.5 sacks last season. Uh, Baltimore was able to significantly improve their defensive line, a position that allowed Derrick Henry to rush for 195 yards and score in Baltimore's first-round playoff loss to the Titans. Remember, the Titans snuck in as the uh, wild card as they beat the Patriots, which was a shock to the entire world. So, yes, the Ravens also signed former Rams defensive linebacker Michael Brockers to a three-year $30 million deal and re-signed Alignment Jahal Ward and Justin Allen's along with quarterback, a uh, cornerback, sorry, Jimmy Smith. 
So I would give the Ravens a B plus. You know, they're trying to make things work with what they have. They're really not trying to improve that much. Just a couple of touch-ups on the lines on both sides of the ball on the offense and the defense. So Ravens get a B plus. And now onto the Browns. Browns didn't wait until the draft to address their offensive line, arguably the team's biggest offseason need. They tackled it head-on. They signed Titans offensive tackle Jack Conklin to a three-year $42 million deal. And the Browns also signed a backup in Case Keenum, who was immediately welcomed to Cleveland by quarterback Baker Mayfield, who didn't have the best of seasons last year. And Cleveland wasn't done yet as they signed the former Falcons tight end Austin Hooper to a four-year deal that included $23 million guaranteed over the first two years. Browns had some weak spots. They still have OBJ as a wide receiver so and Jarvis Landry as their wideout. So we're going to see what they're going to have to do, but the Browns get a B-. minus. They're, they're trying to improve, but I want to see if this team can really turn it around this year, and it uh, doesn't seem like they have the pieces so far. The Bengals, uh, they were a... They were not great last year. They were quite awful, if I had to sum them up in one word. Anyways, they're looking to be better in free agency and uh, get their man, especially in the draft, as they're trying to draft the one and only college football winning Joe Burrow as he will transition from Tiger to Bengal. Um, We'll see if that happens, especially with the whole coronavirus in the draft. But anyways, Bengals signed um, former teammate in Minnesota to – Trey Waynes, who they also signed as a cornerback. Mackenzie Alexander, cornerback as well. And then that was a more affordable option for them, aside from Darquise Denard, who signed a three-year $13.5 million deal with the Jags. So the defense for the Bengals was their huge problem. The offense was all right, although Andy Green was is getting too old for them, and that's why they're going to try and draft Joe Burrow, which is why they need to improve their defense when they're going to have a young gun like Burrow in the pocket so i'd give the Bengals a c plus they were just bad last year but we're going to see if they can rebound and try and improve this year and then the last person the last team sorry not person in the nfc afc north is the pittsburgh steelers the steelers first order of business was to keep the linebacker bud derpy from being able to test the open market And uh, while Derpy would make it under the $15.89 million tag, the Steelers were trying to work out a long-term deal for the July 15th deadline. So they have $35 million in cap space by having QB Ben Roethlisberger, who looks like he is a caveman right now in quarantine, kicker Chris Boswell, quarterbacks Joe Hayden, Steve Nelson, and tight end Vance McDonald will all restructure their contracts before the new league year began last Wednesday. So the uh, Steelers are just trying to keep their pieces around. So Steelers, they get a solid B. And those were your AFC North power rankings. Next week, we take a trip back down south as we cover the AFC South. The Houston Texans, of course, a big deal trading away their star wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, for an old and aging David Johnson from the Cardinals. So we'll break that all down for you next week. But stay with us. We'll be right back. And now our final segment of the show today, we bring you the NBA class, the Hall of Fame class of 2020. Headliners include Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett. 
as it is nine people that will be inducted this year, but those are three big names from the NBA. Kobe Bryant, who uh, is getting inducted this year because he unfortunately passed away in a helicopter crash, which included eight other people, including his daughter, Gianna. When his wife talked about the comment of him being inducted, he said that that was his biggest goal, and that's what they've worked for throughout. Anyways, Bryant was an 18-time NBA All-Star, 1998, and then from 2000 to 2016, which is pretty impressive. An 11-time NBA All-Time First Team selection. Also, as an All-Star here in the game's MVP trophy four times, he was a five-time NBA champion with the Los Angeles Lakers, who he devoted his career with, and he famously scored the second most points in NBA history. Now on to the Spurs. San Antonio will get their guy, Tim Duncan, in this year. Duncan is a 15-time NBA All-Star and revitalized the team as he won finals MVP three times in 1999, 2003, and 2005 when San Antonio would win the chip. And he also brought the uh, championship to San Antonio in 1999, 2003, 2005, 2007, and late in his career in 2014. He's ranked among in the top 10 for NBA all-time in rebounds and blocks leaders. And as a college athlete at Wake Forest, Duncan earned ACC Player of the Year and was a unanimous first-team All-American in 1996 and 97. And on to Kevin Garnett, the big center who played for the Minnesota Timberwolves and additionally late in his career for the Boston Celtics. Garnett is a 15-time NBA All-Star, spanning from 1997 to 98, 2000 to 2011, and then in 2013. He won the chip in 2008 with the Boston Celtics, widely regarded for his passion and his intensity on the court. Nine-time NBA All-Defensive First Team selection, and he led the league in rebounds for four consecutive seasons from 2004 to 2007. While playing for the Timberwolves in 2004, Garnett led the league in total points, field goals made, and total rebounds while earning NBA MVP in that year of 2004. He also, when he was with USA Basketball, earned an Olympic gold medal in 2000. Additionally, notables on this is from the WNBA's Tamika Catchings will make the Hall of Fame as she's earned it. She's a 10-time WNBA All-Star and a four-time Olympic gold medalist for the USA Women's National Basketball Team, winning in 2004, 2008, 2012, and most recently in 2016. After winning WNBA MVP in 2011, she led the Indiana Fever to the WNBA championship in 2012, while also collecting the WNBA Finals MVP honors. She played her entire 14-year WNBA career with the Fever and was a great addition to the sport of women's basketball and really inspired others to be like her one day. So that about wraps up our show. And we are really encouraging all of our listeners, please stay home, self-quarantine while you can. So we can be out and about covering real live sports in the future. Anyways, if you enjoyed, please make sure to drop a like, a follow, DM us on Instagram, follow us across all platforms, spread the word, share it with your friends. We really want to hear from you, the viewer. So we're on at Sports Podcast on all major social medias. And of course, until next time, peace out.